This podcast is supported by patrons big and small, but greatest of all is the Triumvirate. Mario, Hedwig, and Matt. Their generosity keeps me in sandals and hats. Thank you all. Hello, and welcome to the Probably Bad Podcast, a podcast which is definitely bad. I'm Pencil. Stay strong and I don't think your idea is. Scroll through the not an idea tag and use what you find in your next campaign. So this idea is exciting because we can do it live. Yeah, we're going to do this idea in real time. Um, So thank you, anonymous submitter. Okay. So the first thing I'm coming across that isn't just nowhere even close to an RPG thing is just a picture of um, what I've dubbed Slender Jesus. Um, which, if, if you can't get to the picture right now, um, there's basically a church in the northeast of England that has a, I would guess from having seen it, about eight foot tall, incredibly skinny crucifix hanging from the ceiling. It is. And it's terrifying. I feel it would make a good, for a good big bad for your campaign. Or a good warlock patron. Like, you get, it's a warlock patron. You get all the miracles, but like, stretched out. Like you can raise someone from the dead, but now they've got sneaky arms and that kind of thing. See, I was thinking more of like, a combination slender man and jesus like yes i will cure your leprosy in exchange for your firstborn <laughs> which i think is just jesus as a witch which i'm, I'm still into as a concept there's also a good rpg idea also i would like to point out that before slender jesus there was a foot ton of werehorses which i feel also counts as a valid warlock a third of where Yeah, I think it's come up once or twice. Um, <laughs> but yeah, which would also make a valid warlock patron. Your patron is just one. Uh, Twelve horses in a trench coat pretending to be a deity. Yeah, the problem is a lot of the not an idea tag right now is warehorse based. I mean, it's like, you know... Obviously, I am, you know, conceptually against werewolves on a deep and fundamental level, but I feel... But also, this list of things that I have called my partner does feel like it could be an interesting party. Spud, Fuckface, Admiral Lunchtime, Simon, and Flinders Banana Pants Third. Like, that is, that is a classic party. Yeah, you've got Simon... Simon is obviously a new yeah. player. Um, Flinders Banana Pants the Third, I feel, is um, a bard. Definitely. Spud is an orc, like an orc barbarian. And Fuckface is probably a paladin because that's just that's not actually their name. Mm. 
Everyone just gets really annoyed at their lawful good attitude. And Admiral Lunchtime is like the quest giver NPC. You have a, a a look or a voice in mind for Admiral Lunchtime. I'm, I've just been imagining. Like this might be like a niche reference to British frozen food. But you know, like the frozen fish food, Admiral, whatever it is. Bird's eye. Bird's eye, yeah, just Admiral Bird's eye. But like they've got like an um Admiral's pipe. For those who aren't for those who aren't British, the best description I can give of bird's eye is you take um Colonel Sanders, you make his beard a bit longer and put him in the British Navy. But in like Victorian times, and give him fish. Yes, the fish are important because he sells fish. Yeah, so yeah, the fish fish admiral shows up and asks your party to go collect famous fish. I guess some some sort of merfolk quest. Yeah. Yeah, going. The merfolk are stealing all of the fish, and now he can't make his famous fish fingers. And the Twister campaign is that you join the merfolk in overthrowing capitalism. And they erect a statue of Flinders Banana Pants III in the middle of town. Yeah. A sea statue in the middle of Sea Town. As we all know. What? what? Makes a sea statue different because I've seen underwater statues and they're mostly made of stone. Like, we, like as we all know, mermaid society is identical to like human society, but they put sea as an adjective in front of everything they own. They they live in a sea society. Hey, so that's podcast cancelled for like I believe the fifth time. Can't cancel the podcast every time I do a bad pun. Watch me. So, <laughs> uh, I've been going through going through the rest of the not idea tag, and most of it is like actual questions. Although I did find just "Welcome to the Awful," which I love as just like you're a GM and people say that. Okay, so what's the campaign? And you just slam your hand on the table. "Welcome to the Awful," and refuse to elaborate. I mean, that's basically what I do at the start of every session I run. Mm. Have you considered genetically modified GMs? I haven't, but now I am. So, like, you're... A special gland that secretes dice. Ooh, you could mod... I horrified myself there. I'm sorry. You could modify it so that, like, your teeth are dice? So when you need to roll, you just pluck one out and roll it. Like those. I'm. I mean. Sorry, I'm just imagining because you could have, like, d fours for canines and d sixes for molars. I'm struggling to think what the other ones would be, but maybe the dice are just like all different body parts of dice. Like your eyeballs hmm. could be like a d twenty. To have maybe like a, a D8 for a nipple. I mean, you know, how, how do you know I don't? Um, 
You could have like those wings that like flying squirrels have, but it's just got the D and D SRD written on it. But just like tattooed on on the skin. Yeah. So it's like, um, so what? How many like how many spells do clerics get at fifth level? They're just shooting your wings out and like there you go. Um, also, I think pos like also going through the thing. Guess who I just stumbled onto again? Ian. Is it Ian Daniel? Daniel. Everyone remembered. Who I don't think has actually come up on the podcast before. This is Dean Daniel's debut um, podcast appearance. But there is a few. Which... Sorry. Yeah, Dean Daniel is basically what a figure that goes around licking. D and D players. Yeah, uh, if you want your D and D game to be official, which official, yeah, like if you want it to be included in the final tally of D and D, you need to have D and Daniel lick your forehead to officially consecrate your game. Which does mean that all D and D games in twenty twenty are either invalid or illegal. Uh, no, we. We put an update about Dean Daniel um, can now draw a tongue on a photo of you with selfie uh, in order to um, in order to comply with social distancing protocols. Well, that's that's good at least. Like, I'm I'm glad that we can still have. Valid games. He might be a mysterious lick spirit, but at least he appreciates the importance of flattening the curve. I, th I think I might have... Maybe to inform us that in their head, Dean Daniel looks like the Wansler, and that's just a bad idea of a different kind. I was imagining the, um, the guy from 30 Rock, Leap Day George, or whatever his name was. William. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, so there you go. Admiral Lunchtime sends your characters to fight Dean Daniel with the patronage of Slender Jesus. Yeah, that's a pretty good idea. You're all werehorses. Yeah, so you are all werehorses, clip clop bitch. Which they can be hmm. if you subscribe to our Patreon to get access to our homebrew content. Just a little plug there. If something about this RPG idea sounds appealing, then you can pay us money. Or if you just feel like going to patreon.com slash probablybadrpgideas. Hmm. So questions, we have those. Yes. Our first question comes from Agent Matt Six. Any tips or tips and suggestions for a first-time DM? Acknowledge that you're not going to know what you're doing, and make sure your players know that as well. Yeah, I think if I was going to give any advice for first-time DM, firstly, don't overplan, because your players are going to ruin your plans. What I generally do is have a basic idea for the main plot and maybe some more detailed things for a session. 
but working on the assumption I don't necessarily know where the next session is going to be. And the second thing is that having fun is more important than following the rules to the letter. Like, it's better to have a good story than to have, like, a 100% complete understanding of all of the rules. Especially if it's a game like D&D or World of Darkness or something where there are a lot of rules. But also, like, it's not going to feel as cool in the moment as it will looking back on it because you're going to be focusing more on actually making it happen like i'm not saying it's not going to be fun it should be fun if it's not then you know you need to think about that because the dm needs to have fun as well that is actually important but it's not the same as being a player in any way yeah but yeah uh and also make sure that you all get blessed by Dean Daniel. Yeah, it's also very important that you send a letter into Dean Daniel at least one week before the um, game begins so that he can look it and send it back. Uh, yeah, in terms of bad advice, I think just follow our blog. I feel like we've done a lot of the bad bad DM advice. Suplex players. I feel like this is why we're sort of creeping more towards giving good advice on here is just like the the bad advice all comes out like as we think yeah, of this it. Is the, this is the There's a reason the queue goes into October. Yeah, this is the this is the Dr. Jekyll of Holy Bad RPG ideas. It's this podcast. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, so there you go. Uh, you got some actual good advice. Bet you didn't see that one coming, did you? Goblin wants to know, do you prefer romance between PCs or PCs and NPCs? I think... In both these cases, it depends a lot on who the PC and GM are. But if I was role-playing with, say, my mum, I would not want to do a romance between those two PCs, even if, like, you know, the PCs in-universe would be attracted to each other. Yeah, I think it is very context-dependent, because, I mean... I would feel weird having my PC flirt with another PC if I was in a campaign with my spouse. Mm. But if I was running a campaign they were in, I would be fine having an NPC flirt with them. Yeah, I think... With with anyone, because I think it's kind of... You're, as... As a DM, you're less attached to the NPCs as you are to your own player yeah, characters. It, yeah, if that makes sense. because obviously, as a player character, you are playing the same character continuously. You know, maybe barring the occasional like one-off thing, but you're playing the same character for the entire campaign. Whereas with a DM, like you're not. But yeah, I think I prefer between NPCs and PCs. Because it's because it's harder for like 
the distinction between in-game flirting and out-of-game flirting is blurred, if you know what I mean. Yeah, which can get uncomfortable. Yeah. And obviously, if you are going to have characters flirt, make sure that you've cleared it with the, with yeah. the, the other character's player or with the DM if it's an NPC. Yeah, I would definitely... Just everyone's comfortable and consenting, yeah. even because it's pretend, but it's also... You know, you wouldn't randomly stick porn on in front of someone. Yeah. It's not real, but it's it's there, you yeah, know? Like, at the very least, if you're going through an actual, like, romantic relationship, definitely clear that with the other player first. Yeah. And, I mean, they might. it might be that, you know, the character isn't interested in that, but the player is fine with playing, like, role-playing that rejection. Like, it's it's complicated. Like, yeah, the biggest campaign I've been in did have, like, one of the PCs develop a crush on one of the other PCs. And that was all done, like, that was, that became an um, important plot point thing. And Is that the one I was running? Sorry? Because I know that in a campaign I was running, um, your character and another character were, like, the big, like, uh, yeah. OTP of the campaign. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there was that one. No, this was another campaign. This was a Dragon Age campaign. That had a lot of romance in, but you can do it. I mean, Dragon Age is just a romance simulator yeah, we were just with fighting. We are just capturing the spirit of, um, of Dragon Age. But yeah, I think all the big couples were GM... I don't want to say GM player, because that sounds like a very different kind of RPG campaign. They were NPC PC. Yes. This was our harem GM game. That's that's a probably <laughs> bad RPG idea. Uh, so there you go. To answer your question, run your game like a harem anime and date all your players. Although I'm sure there are some polycules that have very fun D&D yeah, &D games. Yeah, I, I think I know one of those. Why are all of our ideas turning out good today? I don't know. <laughs> Stab your GM, I don't know. We're really losing our spirit here. I think my, my brain is maybe more functional than it has been for a long time because I will be finishing my dissertation this week. By the time this has gone out, I may have submitted my dissertation. Good luck. You, the audience, can also issue good luck, but it will be obsolete. It made me happy, though. Hmm. Is my happiness not valuable? Not under capitalism. That's true. I'm Hazel, and I make a podcast with Liz called Bread and Thread, which you might enjoy if you are a fan of food or clothes or other interesting parts of domestic history. We find out interesting facts about things like regional foods, ancient breeds of sheep, um, pretty much anything domestic history. So if you'd like to know why it's illegal to import a sheep into Iceland, and what was presented by Queen Victoria to Harriet Tubman, then you might want to check out Bread and Thread. Find us at Bread and Thread on Twitter, or find us everywhere podcasts exist.
Uh, our final question is from Archetypal Archivist. What's your favourite class to play badly? Are you uh, deliberately play badly? Okay, Archiver Archivist, who asks, what's your favourite class to deliberately play badly? Are you fond of the wizard who runs in immediately? The cleric who never heals anyone? The barbarian who thinks spells and ranged attacks the only way to go? Your loving audience wishes to know. My current character is a paladin who in in their first fight managed to get in exactly zero hits and do a single heal on themselves. But it's been a fun character, so I guess paladin? Yeah. I mean, paladin is a good one to play badly because it's such a specific archetype that it's really easy to just... Like, Asshole Paladin is very fun to play. Bring it back Pete. Oh yeah, Pete, Pete the Pathetic Paladin. He was so bad at being evil, he was granted good magic powers. And then fell and burned down a hospital. Unsuccessfully, because apparently the other PCs tried to stop that for some reason. It was fun playing an evil character who's not allowed to lie. But yeah, I think my favourite class to play badly is Incredibly Blatant Rogue. I can disarm traps and open doors, but I have no desire whatsoever to be stealthy about it. I'm also a fan of dumbass wizards. Hmm. Like, not, not as in wizards who rushes in immediately, just wizard who has, like two spells because they dropped out of wizard school I like wizard who puts all of their spell spell choices into like really useless magic or at least really really niche magic fear not citizens I've memorized featherfall 13 times yeah just like just a wizard who is good at everything that isn't magic just has mm. like a really high dex or something I have to be there, and I realize we're just creating rinse wind. There's a wizard who is bad at magic, but is doing their best. All RPG ideas ultimately lead to Discworld. I do really like that is like true. The That's idea Discworld is my favorite. Of a sorcerer, because sorcerers are born with magic. Who was born with magic, but doesn't really give a shit about it. So he just learns to fight people really good, and everyone assumes they're a fighter. But every so often, they just launch a fireball at you. Oh yeah, I can do that, I just prefer to punch people. I think I also like the idea of just like, a druid who finds the whole concept of wild shape really gross. Druid who refused to use wild shape because they're not a furry. Yes! <laughs> I'm adding that to the queue. But... <laughs> Yeah, the thing is, I think I think what we've concluded from this is that the answer is probably Paladin, but also any class can be played shittily if you think hard enough about mm. it. Remember, any idea can be a bad idea if you just try. Any idea can be a bad idea if you present it to us. <laughs> yeah, I think, so I think that's all we have time for this week. 
or it's at least all of the questions I had prepared. Oh, we have this week. <laughs> um, if you have a question, because we do always need questions, you can email probablybadpodcast at gmail.com or message us on Tumblr at probablybadrpgideas. Um, if, if you want to support us without using the Patreon that I, I mentioned earlier, um, probably bad RPG ideas. You, you can rate or review us and then other people will go, oh, that sounds good. And then we'll trick them into thinking we're a good podcast. You too can help us deceive people into believing we know what the fuck we're doing. Oh, we also have new merch on our Redbubble. Uh, you can now buy things with warehorses on them. Um, that's uh, Redbubble slash people slash probably bad to see the designs. One of which I've bought for myself because I'm terrible. See, Mod Paper is doing their part to sponsor Mod Paper. It's it's cyclical, but it works. And now I have a coffee cup. Um, so yeah, thanks for listening and remember, and remember to have a probably, to have a probably bad, bad day. day.